Hi, this is Steve Addison and you're listening to the Movements Podcast, the podcast for people who want to multiply disciples and churches everywhere. Well, today we're talking to someone we'll call John about the Discover app, an amazing tool for reading the Bible with people in all sorts of different languages, and it's being used across the world in 190 different nations. So the app really came about because um, my wife and I have been doing Discovery Bible Studies uh, with with people um, over a number of years. Um, and my background is, is in IT. Um, mm-hmm. And actually what happened is quite an embarrassing story. But one weekend we were, at, we were in a hotel and we met a, a couple who were a refugee couple and we were talking with them all weekend. And at the end of the weekend, as we were driving away, we realized that we'd not shared Christ with them. And we were very embarrassed about this and thinking this is a bit, a bit of, a, of, a, of a miss really for us. And my wife said to me, well, what would you do? How would you do it differently? And I said, well, what I'd really like to be able to do is have something that I could put in their hands so that we could start the first Discovery Bible study with them then and there. Mm. And they could go on to carry on doing those Discovery Bible studies remotely. Um, so we decided maybe we'd build it into a website. Uh, we looked around that nobody else was doing it at that point. So, so we put uh, the uh, Discovery Bible studies together in English and in Arabic on this this website for our own personal ministry, really, just so that we could give it to people and work with them through it. And not long after we'd done that, we were contacted by um, one of the underground uh, groups in the Arabian Peninsula, and they asked us if um, if they could have it on a phone app because they wanted to be able to use it um, in places where there was no internet, where there was no power. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that in English and in Arabic. And I think at that point we thought that that, that was it, job done. Um, but then from that point on, we've had just loads of people contacting us and asking us for the app in lots of different languages. So we've gradually expanded. So that was about five years ago now that um, the, the app went live on Android. Um, and then a couple of years later, we managed to get it onto the iPhone as well. Mm. Um, so that's okay. just a little bit of the backstory. Yeah. Well, why don't you, you walk us through it and, and show us what it can do? Okay, so this is um, this is the Android version. The Apple version looks slightly different, but they're basically the same kind of core. Um, so you'll see here when you first load up the app, you get this welcome screen, uh, which uh, just tells you a little bit about what you're about to, to, to dive into, and then gives you the option of choosing uh, which language you would like mm-hmm. to be going through in. Uh, and you can see there that you've got. English, three different Arabic dialects, uh, Dari, Pashtao, Indonesian, Somali, Turkish, uh, Devangari, which is Urdu, um, it, with a, a, a Hindi script, and Urdu, which is Urdu with the more classic Urdu script. Uh, we don't have uh, Farsi yet. Um, we are working on that right at this this moment, trying to get that. Um, we do right. have, obviously, Dari, which is a, a Persian, similar, but um, Afghani. Um, but yeah, we're working on Farsi at the moment. Yeah, we're also working on Swahili um, and Spanish. We're also trying to land French for French-speaking West Africa and um, some of the African tribal languages as well. Um, uh, so there's. And I'll, there's, I'll put in an encouragement to to get it out in Portuguese. I think there's about three hundred million Portuguese speakers around the world. Yeah, that's another one which is on my strategic list. We don't have any partners to help us work on that at the moment. But um, mm-hmm. uh, so once you've okay. chosen your language, um, you can hit continue. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and there it takes you into the to the app. Um, and what we've got here um, is the scripture passage, mm-hmm. uh, the first study uh, on one tab, and mm-hmm. then the questions on a separate tab. We did this deliberately because um, just taking advice in terms of relating with people who are used to working to an Islamic context, mm-hmm. um, actually keeping the word of God separate mm-hmm. uh, from the uh, from the stuff which is which is our stuff, the, our, our yeah. question. Mm. Um, just helps in terms of the presentation. Mm. Um, so you've got the study text um, there in the in the passage screen, and at the bottom you've got the audio control. And the idea with the app is that every single study has both text and audio um, in all of oh. the languages. Okay, so someone with a um, you know who struggled with literacy would be able to to find their way around it and listen to the scriptures read in their language. Absolutely. And our, our kind of idea really was that, um, you know, the ideal use case is to go into someone's house and kind of almost place the phone on the table and just hit play. Wow. Um, and they hear yeah. the scriptures being read to them in most of the languages, not all of the languages, the whole study is built into the audio. Um, so in some of the languages, English particularly being a notable one, the, um, the, the the audio is just the reading of the scripture text. Yeah. But in most of the languages, most of the other languages, that it also has the study built in with the questions and everything. So uh, there's no um, kind of expectation of literacy um, if people want to just have the, the, the phone lead them through and they can pause it when they get to the questions and talk about it and then carry on. And, um, and do they download the language version they want? And, and Absolutely. So, with it. Yeah. So at the top here, you've got this um, globe icon, which allows you to choose the languages that you want. So you can change the language again at any point. Um, and then when if we go into the menus, you'll see there's a download screen mm. here. Okay. Um, Excellent. And that allows you to download mm. um, and delete the individual studies. So you can see here. Um, these first few ones have been downloaded and it's allowing me to delete them. Subsequent ones, it's giving me the option to um, to download a new study right. there. Yeah. It just downloads the text and the audio of that study. Um, yeah. So people can manage it if they've got not much space on their device, um, mm-hmm. they can manage it themselves. Yeah. I noticed um, too you can delete uh, just for space reasons. If you finish a study, you can delete. That's and, right, yeah. And in terms of the content, um, it looks like it follows a creation to Christ story set. Is that right? That's right. So in all of the languages, we have a creation to Christ study set. Um, it varies slightly. Most mm. of the languages, we have a, um, a 30 study um, series. But some okay. of them have, yeah. have uh, 28, some of them have 24. I mm. think one of them has 17. Um, mm. And then also in some of the languages, there's more than one series. Oh, so English has yeah. by far the most. Yeah. Um, English has got six series, but in, uh, most of the languages have got at least the first three. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a Creation to Christ set, a follow-on Becoming Disciples mm-hmm. set, which um, is about uh, if somebody has gone through the, the, the first 30 studies and they're interested but they still haven't made a commitment, mm. um, it's kind of a follow-up of this is what the cost of being a disciple of Christ is, this is what okay. it looks like. Um, the Training Labourers is a set that we use um, as part of our 
training of people to do discovery Bible studies. Mm-hmm. Um, once people have become Christians and you're wanting to, to encourage them to train others or to lead others into how to do this. And then the, the final four, sorry, final three series there, um, Stories of Hope, Signs of John, and for such a time, they're English language ones that we put in specifically um, just at this kind of coronavirus um, yeah. mm. period just to give people studies that they could continue with. And we're looking to get some of those in some of the other languages, but we've not done that yet. Mm. And then in terms of ongoing discipleship, um, uh, do they just take the same pattern of discovery and, and start working their way through the scriptures? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So um, the, the questions, I mean, you will be very familiar mm. with them, the mm. standard every Bible study questions. Um, so the idea is that we're showing people that, that, that they can lead this study with anybody, um, and anybody can do it. They're so, they're so simple. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, once once people have become Christians, then the expectation is that they can continue this technique um, using those questions with any passage of Scripture. Um, one of the things that we have found is the advantage, if you like, of having the app as a standalone app rather than being obviously a full Bible um, mm. is when you're dealing with people who are suspicious of the Bible that actually it, it, it reduces the entry bar, if you like, to actually having a conversation um, you know, we've had people in, in countries that we wouldn't really easily be able to visit as Westerners saying that they can sit down with, with people in a cafe and start talking over the app yeah. in a way that they would never be able to if they pulled up a Bible app or yes. if they pulled out a paper Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just helps, I guess, with the, um, uh, with, with the entry into it. Um, now, this has been developed out of, uh, um, you know, uh, ministry to people with a Muslim background, uh, but is it equally applicable to you know to Westerners to people who have Buddhist background? Uh, how, how have you seen the studies used? That I'm thinking, especially the creation to Christ set of stories. Yeah, I think. I mean, one of the things that I've that we we found is that it. <laughs> actually getting people to dive into the story and asking simple questions about it. It's surprising how powerful that is. Oh, yeah. um, I think the, the creation to Christ set is very well constructed. I mean, I can't take mm. credit for the, um, for the scriptures that are used, that it's a fairly standard set that we use. Um, but it, it's well constructed in terms of giving people an understanding of why Christ came and why he had to die. Mm. And one of the things that we found is that, that even working with uh, with Christians, people who've been um, have had a faith for you know a number of years, that actually they don't own stories. Mm. Um, and yet, when you start doing these studies in a way which you know opens them up, and then starts saying to them, "Well, what do you think about it? You retell it in your own words, and then what do you think it tells you about God? What do you think it tells mm. you about?" yourself what are you going to do about it how are you going to obey it people actually start really owning it so yeah we have found it works mm. very well with almost um with almost any group of, of people mm. um so that's that has been has been very encouraging to us yeah. um and uh, i would also say in terms of the further away you get from church the more likely you are to find people who will not only um 
find it helpful personally, but will also go on to share it with their friends. And um, so often we found it's the, it's the non-Christians who are more, more keen to bring people along and, and invite their friends and start new groups, mm. uh, maybe more so than the Christians who are used to sitting in Bible studies and who see it just as being another tool. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that we put in fairly early on um, into the app, which makes that easier, mm-hmm. is there's this share button here. Mm. Um, which um, on the Android app, you can actually share the app via Bluetooth. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're in a place where there's no internet, um, you can stick, oh. stick two Android phones next to each other and you mm. can share the app from one phone to the other via Bluetooth. Um, and then these two are disabled at the moment. Um, if I had all the studies downloaded on mm. my phone, I could mm. then share both the text and the audio of my current study series with that phone via bluetooth as well and then this final one when you've shared it you just hit this little refresh button at the top um, and you can install those shared studies onto your phone Um, so what this enables us to do basically is give it to somebody even if they've got a a no data plan they've got no internet or you're in a place where it's just you know critically expensive um, to adapt stuff from the internet you can just do that I won't say it's fast. Um, yeah. Bluetooth is not the quickest technology in the world, but it does yeah. work, and it gives yeah. you that ability to to say to somebody, um, you know, I want to share these studies with you. Um, and then also we've got this QR code here, just so that if people want to go straight to the Play Store, they can do that as well. Mm. Yeah. Well, it looks. Um, what what I like about it is it looks very robust. It's simple. Um, you know, you've just put the essence of the thing there, easy to use. Um, it's it's transferable, all of those things. Um, what's what's been the the response uh, that you've picked up just out in the field? Yeah, we weren't really expecting to use it beyond our own ministry and and this particular group that had approached us, um, but within. <clears throat> a couple of months of, of it being launched, we'd had requests for quite a lot more languages um, and it carries on. We get requests. I would say I probably get a request for a language maybe um, two to three times a month. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's way more work there than, than I've got the time to do. <clears throat> so there's been that kind of take up to it. And then we've had, uh, you know, just obviously the stories. So periodically we will see, you know, a country somewhere that's that's downloaded it for the first time and that's exciting. Um, but then we also periodically people will get in touch with us. Um, <clears throat> uh, there's one particular guy who uh, we've met with on one occasion. He's not really into Discovery Bible Studies, um, but he does a lot of traveling around in the Middle East and he always, he has it on his phone. Um, and um, he he periodically will tell us, oh, yeah, I met this person of this particular um, um, ethnicity and I, I gave them the, the, the app and they were just so excited to have, you know, they turned on, they were like, well, that sounds like my next door neighbor. You know, this, this recording sounds like somebody I know to have the resource in their own language, in their own dialect. Yeah. Um, and then we know of um, uh, in certain parts of the world where, you know, we, we've, we've had, had stories of imams who've been using this with Muslims to, to share the gospel um and just things like that it's it's uh, um obviously incredibly exciting to us to hear those stories coming back um so 
uh, yeah, the impact of it has been way more than we'd anticipated. The other the other place that we've seen it used quite significantly is um, with uh, agencies who are trying to reach nations and they're actually training their workers in discovery Bible studies. Mm. Um, so in Indonesia, we know that that's something that they've been doing there. They've been using it to train short-term teams, to give to short-term teams of people who maybe don't have that local language um, yeah. skill, but they've... Uh, they've nevertheless been able to say to them, you know, here you are, um, you can go out and you can start um, a Discovery Bible study, even though you only really know the very basics of how to say hello to somebody and ask them a few little questions, and they can just go in there. And I don't know if I, if I hit Cerita nomor satu. Nabi Adam dan Siti Hawa. So you can just... Um, sit down with somebody. Another one of the stories that we heard, which I just thought was lovely, was of um, some Swedish grandmothers who were sitting in cafes in Stockholm working with refugee young men um, uh, from, again, countries that we wouldn't be able to go into. And yeah. that kind of complete non-threateningness of the fact that they're female, they're elderly, um, so they're more like a grandma figure. They're mm. not any kind of threat to these young men. And then they're able to sit with them and share the gospel with them uh, and just get them thinking in their own language uh, about what what does this what does this passage mean to them? So that's just been very exciting as well. Yeah. So it's worth saying that the studies are also available um, um, online. So if you mm-hmm. go to I don't know if you can see this studies.discoverup.org, um, all of the studies are also available online. So if you have somebody who has a Windows phone or um, mm-hmm. doesn't have a phone, you can um, can go there and use it um and then we've got the website which is discoverapp.org okay um, discoverapp.org yeah excellent this is a, a wonderful thing john um you know i i just so grateful that you and others have put in the work to make it both simple and easy to use and yet it's a powerful tool because uh, you're putting Uh, into people's hands, the living word of God, the Holy Spirit is there making it alive to them as they discuss it and hear it or read it. Um, Yeah, so thank you to you and and the team for the work you've done. It's uh, truly a, a, a great tool. Find out more about the Discover app at discoverapp.org. This has been Steve Addison for the Movements Podcast.